You are about to witness the very exciting story of a city and its people. Welcome to motherfucking Detroit. What up, though? What up, though? This is Detroit Mud, another, another no-name podcast. We are here. We are here. We are in the building. Let's get the preliminaries out of the way. First of all, if you have not done it, go down to the YouTube channel and like and subscribe our page. Hit that like button. Bing! Hit that subscribe button. Bing! Hit that notification button. Bing! That way you get every time we upload something new or like our live um, channel that we do every Monday and Thursday. We go live from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is your chance if you want to get down with some sports talk. I mean, if you want to talk baseball, we be talking it. If you want to talk NBA, we there for it. You want to talk about college sports, we in there. If you want to talk about NFL, the granddaddy of them all, we got that too. You can get in on a conversation. You can rep your team. You can get into the chat and just start talking about different things you want to talk about or respond to some of the commentary that we have. You know, sometimes there'd be some crazy stuff said, some funny stuff said. It's there for you just to chop up sports. So tune in every Monday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Me, um, Lamar, Wildcard Mar, and every now and then we have the big homie Nick Shine. Speaking of them two, each of them have their own podcast. Lamar has Wildcard Mar has the Wild Card Chief, as in the title, he talks about everything Chief, everything Kansas City Chief that you want to know about. He is talking about same thing with the big homie Nick Shine. He talks everything Jets. Um. Uh, what's the name of his dang on podcast? So oh, it's called Project Fan. So you know, go over to his um, go over to the channel, and you can pick up those two. Also, tell a friend if you know a Jets fan, if you know a Chiefs fan, tell her we have material for them too. But this channel here, the No Name Podcast, we talk about everything Lions, and the Lions got another dub. Great game. All I have to tell say to Jalen Rager is put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. You can't be coming out. Like I said for the preview, you cannot be coming in here talking about our guarantee of victory. It never, 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 never works out for you. And a lion, and a lion's played a pretty good game, you know. Um, put up 34 points. Um, I think Minnesota scored 20, 23. And they played a good game, man. I mean, Minnesota's was dedicated to stop the run. They did a pretty good job of stopping the run. But then Jared Goff just passed it all over him. Uh, Jamison Williams got his first career touchdown. Uh, hats off to him. Um, he may be a problem because he was all by himself. All by himself. And, you know, put some respect on our name. Lions, I mean, 
I have my criticism criticism of the Lions. Don't get me wrong. And um, especially with those first six, seven losses, I really had some criticism of the Lions. But I'm still always going to be a fan. You know, I'm all, I'm going to criticize them, but I'm still going to be a fan. And from a fan perspective, this was a good game to watch. I mean, you know, you like to see them beat the teams that people – are hyping up. I mean, now they were they were two point favorite, I think, two point five favorite, something like that. But the Minnesota fans was like clowning. All oh, this, oh, we got them. No, we gonna win this game. We ten and two. We this and that. We such and such. Now what y'all are is a team carrying the L. It's going back to Minnesota with the L. You know, it, it's just like, come on, man. The Lions, the Lions are playing tough. Come up here to play. If you're gonna be a team coming here, come up here to play. You know, and that's what I like to see. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want teams to come in here and say, oh, "Okay, it's a dub." Now, don't get me wrong. This is the NFL, so there's a level, there's different levels to it. But to a degree, for a while, it was like, "Oh, it's the Lions. We should better win this game." Now people start thinking, "Hey, we got to come and play." And that's what you want to see out of your team. Now, you want to see them play, make the playoffs and all that stuff, too, but you want to see them put up a fight where when people come in here, they know they're going to be in our fight, and that's how it should be. You know, so uh, shout out to them, man. This was a great game, a great game. You know, Jaylen, um, I'll say Jalen Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff actually didn't do too bad. I like the fact when he got in trouble, he threw the ball away. Didn't try to, you know, force it in nowhere. Just throw the ball away. You know, you have a good enough offense. That you can score. Throw the ball away. Live to fight another day. No, you know, back with Badgie would have made that first field goal. You know, that would have been helpful. <laughs> you know, you got, you, I don't know what it is about special teams, man. It seems like we can't, lately, we don't have a good field. I mean, that's about our calling card. If anything else, our field goal kicker was, was dead on, all the way back to Eddie Murray. We, our field goal kicker was spot on. And I seem like now, you know, it's kind of shaky. Uh, I know people going to talk about Dan Kebba going for it on fourth. I didn't mind that because we playing a divisional rival. Uh, divisional rival. You want him to play aggressive. You want to play aggressive. So I don't I don't mind it. I wish he would took the points. I wish he would have made the field goal. I wish he would have made the field goal. But going for it on fourth down at that time, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I think it's... It, and the um the fake punt, great call. It took him by surprise. And though I have to I have to say it, shout out to Panay Sewell with the soft hands getting the first. That was an excellent play, man. Sewell come out the backfield with the catch. Man, that was a great play. That's what made the game enjoyable. And you see the Lions executing and calling plays like that. You see J Mo getting his first um NFL touchdown. Um Panay Sewell making a a great catch, getting the first down, the fake punt, you know. Yeah, the penalty didn't help to get, <laughs> you know, get the uh, call back for 15 yards. However, they still scored on that drive, so it kind of negated the penalty. But it's still some mental errors we have to take care of as a team. You know, Jeff Okuda getting a late hit. I didn't like the um, passing the French call. I thought that was kind of a weak call, you know, but it is what it is. But. All in all, still was a great game. 
I think this team believe they can beat anybody, and that's what you want. Now, I said in the first video, I'm gonna say it in this one. It doesn't mean they need to, they shouldn't go out and get talent. Cause it's okay, it's all right to be a good team, but you want to be an elite team. I want to see this team be an elite team. Let's go get some talent going into next year. Whether that be in a draft. I think here's my thing. And people may disagree with this, but here's my thing. Three years was what I said as far as the timeline to see a vast improvement. And what I mean by that, a vast improvement, they have to at least get to the second or to the divisional playoffs. You know, um, that's a vast improvement. I mean, because I already made the playoffs before first round. Wildcard did that before. So to me, to do that, it's like, okay, you already done that. And they, get, they need to win a game, win a playoff game, at least get to the next round or divisional round. Now, have I said that, I think you can wait to the following year to get veteran talent or you can get it the next year. It, to me, it dealt, the veteran talent part doesn't matter. Depends on how you pick in the draft next year and how those draft picks hit and how the sophomore season of the rookies turns out to be. So that means Hutch, um, Rodrigo, um, Chase, um, Chase Lucas, Kirby Joseph, uh, Josh Josh Pascal, those players right there. How does they sophomore season turn out? Do they develop and great get better? Learn from the errors from last year. I mean, one thing I heard people criticizing Hutch, and they even had some criticism about him. But one thing I will say about Hutch, I have seen improvement over the course of the season. He don't look as gas as he used to. You know, when he's he going full speed, I see sometimes he kind of hesitate to see where the play is at, and he kind of drop back some coverage or try to follow the play. So he is improving, but there's still some other, other areas and things he needs to improve on to be a better player. Um, so uh, same with Rodrigo, great tackler. I like, you know, good, uh, good football IQ, but still areas he needs to improve. Um Kirby Joe, so we can go down the line. This area each one can improve. So let's hope the sophomore season they start to improve. And then plus the rookie that they add, then that fourth year you add you some veteran talent. Man, this would be a great team. This would be a great they have the they have the pieces now in place. Once they add to these pieces and and um add some veteran talent, you're looking at you look at a great team. You look at an almost an elite team. I would go. With, I'll go as far as saying that. If the, the, my caveat is, because I know people say, "Well, people gonna get my comments start talking crazy." This is my caveat: hitting on your your draft picks next year, and the right piece of veteran talent the following year or the next year. Either or to me, as far as the veteran talent, but those two things have to work. And, or in the sophomore years of the rookies to grow. I think with those things all in place, you're looking at an elite team, even with Jared Goff a quarterback. Now, I said this before, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get out the way. I think that we still need to add quarterback talent to the team, 
because the, the, the game has changed to a running quarterback game. It's, you can name on one hand how many quarterbacks stands in the pocket. It, you know, how many pocket quarterbacks you have. It's not many. You know, Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's at the end of his career. Jared Goff. Um, who else? Everybody else pretty much can run. Has the ability to run. They're not pocket quarterbacks. You know, and there may be one or two I may be forgetting, but for the most part, most of your quarterbacks now are running. Running quarterbacks. That's the future. So we need to get that to take us into the future. But I still, I still think we can win with Jared Goff. He's just not our future quarterback. There's a difference between the two statements. You know, we can win a playoff game with Jared Goff, you know, with, with, the, with some good pieces added to the team. We can even win a divisional um, playoff with Jared Goff. But to be an elite team and going to that future, you're going to need to run a quarterback. I think running quarterback is our future with this team. You know, add some more speed on defense. Offense is in place. You know, I mean, he was he was delivering the ball to almost all the receivers and alignment. So I'm mean, I, I got to give him his props on that. I got to give him his props on not making stupid um inter no throwing stupid interceptions. I mean, the one he threw behind I, know, I think it was Josh Reynolds or GJ Chart. You know, because uh, of the pressure. Hey, you know, th- every quarterback makes those kind of mistakes. You know, good it wasn't intercepted. But for the most part, he threw the ball away. He ran when pressure came. Although he wasn't he not a quick quarterback, athletic quarterback, he still did run. You know, yeah, we got the um, rough on the passer on call. That kind of bailed us out on that. But, hey, that's just, that's football. That happens all the time. You know, one thing I say about good teams, good teams overcome bad bad plays, and good teams also get the benefit of the doubt on calls. So that's the that's the nature of the beast, that's the nature of the game. So we can argue in about a lot of calls in the NFL. I like I said before, I didn't like the pass interference call against a cool. I think I think that was a tick for tack call. I mean, I think you see, you see that happen all the time. Cornerbacks kind of tug on the jersey a little bit. It happens. You know, but when the ball came in the air, he threw his hands up and started to top momentum because the ball wasn't catchable. It wasn't catchable. Why call, why call that play? It wasn't even catchable ball. But anyway, that's my little my little rant, a post-game uh, reaction. Great game, great game, great game. And I forgot to put my phone on vibrate. So now I got someone text me prior about the Lions. But anyway, great game, man. Great game. Uh, getting to the comments. You know, I love to chop up about sports. Um, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace.